Hi everybody, Bill Bateman here with another episode of Survival Beyond the Bug Out Bag. We're back for another season, and here's a look at what we have coming up in this program. First, there is a pernicious proposition that keeps showing up. Yep, it's ballot season again, and Prop 114 is back. It's an old problem with a new suit. We'll talk about that. This is also National Preparedness Month. That's how we got started doing this thing five years ago, and to support that, we're going to be offering weekly podcasts all through the month of September. Also, when I left, I promised we'd be looking at what's going on and ways to clean your water in an emergency. This would, of course, be a follow-up to the boil notice we had following the fires here in the Talent and Ashland area. We'll talk about that. There's more information, stronger options, new ideas, new price breaks, and yes, some science is involved, but no, there's not going to be a quiz. Finally, we'll have an update on the class status at the range, refuse to be a victim, personal protection training. We'll look at the offerings and a look at what's coming up in the following week. We're going to be talking about solar power and what's this about the wind from my from Wyoming? powering Los Angeles. Whoa. Okay, let's get started. The first thing on our list, Proposition Ballot Measure 114. Yep, Oregon's anti-gun people are working overtime to push the country's most egregious gun control scheme. That's going to be on the ballot in November. And boy, they are not afraid to use deceptive tactics to try and get your vote. What do I mean by that? Well, first of all, they're labeling it Gun Violence Reduction Act. A reduction of gun violence. A very good idea. I support that. What I don't support are some of the things this proposition would do. For example, a state-run government registry of gun owners' personal information and firearms. It's going to require a permit to purchase a firearm. It imposes an indefinite delay on background checks and bans any magazine with over 10 rounds capacity. I like truth in advertising and in my measures, and we've known, I have known since the 50s, that criminals don't obey the law. By increasing laws and financial burdens, it diminishes, if not eliminates, the rights of people like you and me, law-abiding citizens. There's even all kinds of ethical and racial statement impacts that are they're trying to figure out. It's just lacking truth and factual data. Don't be fooled. Get involved. Look at this yourself. You make up your own mind. Share it with your friends, your family, and not only your fellow Second Amendment advocates, but those folks you work with. Have an intelligent discussion about this and folks I've seen this get heated, so let you and I be the adults in these discussions. When the people talk about the discussion they heard in the break room, you were sounding pretty good, but what the heck's the matter with those other guys? They got pretty upset, pretty out of control. I'm voting no on Measure 114. I hope you'll do your homework and support blocking Measure 114. That's my two cents. Thanks for listening. Okay, this is National Preparedness Month. Five years ago is when we started this program, and there have been some improvements 
and some of the old problems coming back. Boy, that sounds familiar. Perfect example. Five years ago, I saw an ad for a solar battery pack. It was about the size of a cell phone, and it was marketed for something you could recharge from the sun and then recharge your cell phone in case the power was out. Well, it does work very well. In fact, I bought one. It is about the size of a cell phone and has a solar panel on it about the size of, well, the cell phone. And it does recharge your battery pack. Unfortunately, it can take 40 to 80 hours of direct sunlight to fully recharge your battery. Now, this battery pack will recharge a cell phone between three to six times, depending on the capacity and model of the unit. But only this year did we see in the ad, not in little tiny print, but as part of the copy, it's really made to be recharged from a USB port, like on your computer. It's not going to recharge in less than 40 hours of direct sun. And folks, that's like four days, five days if you need to have full sun. So this has been an example of some of the shenanigans that have gone on around the survival and bug out bag industry. I don't think it was intentionally misleading you, but I do think that you should know what you're buying. You should know what you're getting. So this is a case, especially in survival, something that you're going to be looking at for emergency use, that you're very clear on what you're getting. And I'm going to go back to something I learned as a kid. If it sounds too good to be true, it it most probably is. We're going to hear more about this next week when we talk about some solar energy, but right now, as promised, when I left our heroes last episode, I promised when we'd come back, we'd take a look at ways to get clean water in emergencies. And this followed up some things we had here in talent and other areas with boil notices and some problems with water. And it led me to do a lot of research. Now, I got to begin this with a disclaimer. I am not a doctor. I am not a scientist. I am researching this like you. But these are my conclusions based on the information I determined. You should always take a look at the information, at the quality of the water you're dealing with to begin before ingesting anything. And certainly you're going to want deeper information than what you heard from me. On the other hand, these are products I use. I used during the boil notice and I have used since and I have purchased myself for my own use. So I have confidence in their in their uh, value. Uh, let's go back to the basics. Boiling water does not remove chemicals and that is a big problem in water today. Now, going back to 1955, 1958, when I was in the Scouts, Scoutmaster Bob would take us out and say, look, there's a running stream. If that water has been running downstream for at least five miles, and it's white water, it's bubbly, it's being filtered and uh, shaken and stirred, if you will, over the rocks, you can probably drink from that. And none of us Scouts ever died. Sadly, it's not 1955 anymore, boys and girls. Those mountain streams now probably have a chemical runoff from a grow site up there. Or if they've run through farmlands, they're picking up agricultural waste 
and farming chemicals. Now, this is in the water. This is a fact. I found out even Wagner Creek outside my back door has some of this stuff in it. So the idea that I can take one of these simple filters and draw water through it and drink it safely is, in my opinion, not correct. Now, at the start of the bug out bag fad, and that can go back as far as 10 years, there were these simple filters. They were about the size of a magic marker and you get the water from the stream, from the lake, from wherever you're getting it, and it's like a straw. You would suck on it, the water would come up through filters, and it was supposed to get out things like parasites, galardia, bacteria, and many of those things did it very, very well. Unfortunately, now we're seeing more and more situations where there are either chemical runoff or agricultural runoff in the water. Very few, if any, filters will pull that out. And the old tried and true boiling the water, it doesn't remove chemicals either. You need activated charcoal. Double treating your water, I believe, is the new standard. I'm going to talk about some water filters. I'm going to send you to some websites with the links on the front page where you jump into the podcast. And these are things I have found to be pretty useful, pretty valuable. I used, and I mentioned during the last podcast, a product called Purinize, and that's something you add to your water after you have treated it in other manner. It is the last step. You add a couple drops of this, and it helps settle out any remaining contaminants. I use this in my home during the boil notice. Yes, we boil that water. Absolutely. We let it cool. We put the the Purinize in it and none of my family experienced any symptoms, any illness. We didn't get sick. We didn't have any after effects. So double treating your water seems to be the way to go. So let's take a look at some of these items I'm going to show you on the first link. The first link is the nine best emergency water filters of 2022. And this was updated August 24th. That's today's the 25th. <laughs> so it's fairly recent. I do do these programs a few days in advance because we want to make sure they're accurate and up to date. They list three filters at the very top of the page as the best overall. Now, interestingly enough, I bought the Big Berkeley. That's the one in the middle. And it's the size of that huge coffee pot you see at the church break room, which you'd have five gallons of coffee in, and you pour it out. It's big. It is not portable. It holds all kinds of uh, filters. You can do 3,000 gallons of content per cartridge. You should begin in any water filtering situation with the cleanest water you have available. And yes, run it through a cheesecloth and uh, filter it as much as you can before you pour it in here. But this removes 200 contaminants. Now that's not bad. You get 3,000 gallons before you have to replace, and as long as you clean the filter, it's going to last pretty well. Now, this is expensive. This little rascal set me back $387. Now, normally it's over $400, but they have a little special going on. And, mm, my goodness, $387. And this is the small one. You can get even bigger units uh, running up to five and $600. 
I'm going out on a limb and saying this is best for home use and home use only in an emergency situation. If you come to the right, there's the Epic Nalgene OG, and I hope you're looking at your page as I'm reading this stuff. This is a bottle as that you might take on a hike, and it has a special filter inside. Now, it re, it's good for 100 gallons worth of treatment. It removes 70 contaminants, basically bacteria, virus, and cysts. It runs on the website, and you'll see it here on the page that I'm referring to. It's listed as $90, but when you go to the website, it's down to $45. And if you join a club to get fresh filters every now and then, it comes down to $36. I bought one of these. I am just really excited about it. Yes, it does not remove chemicals. It gets rid of chlorine, E. coli, fluoride, Giardia, if I'm saying that correct, correctly, lead and some viruses that they mentioned. Uh, again, it's not a chemical filter, but if you're in a dire strait, if you're in an emergency situation, this looks pretty good, and it's coming in under 50 bucks. How are you going to get rid of the chemicals? Well, you're going to need to use charcoal. Charcoal is something that has uh, been around for a lot of years. Charcoal and activated charcoal actually and reverse osmosis. Some of this stuff can become very very expensive. If you're in a long-term situation you're gonna have to look at other ways to treat water. In an emergency situation some of these emergency water filters double treating your water and this was the hard part for us. I'm used to walking to the tap turning it on, filling up the glass, tossing in some ice, and away I go. Water, if you're double treating it, and I don't care if you're pumping it out using some of the hand filters, if you're using some of the other filters I've recommended in previous episodes, all of which, by the way, are, are still holding up as good filters, but if you're treating, you're actually going to end up double filtering and double treating, and it's going to take you some time. You're going to have to plan to get a drink of water. And that's where the best overall, the Portowell, Portowell I believe they call it, yeah. This thing is supposed to be really amazing. It's mid-range. It's going to come in at about $329. It's going to remove all kinds of stuff. As I read this, it's like a science project. You're going to need multiple filters. The little screw-in, they look like a cylinder multiple filters, but it is a double filter system. It's going to run you about 329 bucks, and this thing, wow! You can have a solar panel on it, you can plug it into a battery or a generator. It does require electricity. Again, unless you can hook it up to the car, it's not going to go with you, but it has a large capacity. Filters can be infinitely reused, and this was made to be used in a situation where you were to go into a disaster zone or a third world country. I recommend this with a little caveat. I reached out to them just for a personal purchase and I never heard anything back. That's a red flag for me. However, it is highly rated and say it with me friends, due to COVID we have a short staff issue. 
I believe you should hire taller people. It's annoying. I give this a good report with a proviso watch for customer service problems and it does involve this gets a little bit like your kids science project you gotta filter the water as clean as you can you put it in using filter A and filter B you process the water you take out filter A and filter B clean things up put filter C and filter D in takes four filters two at a time again filter your water through and then you can consider it safe to consume it's a lot of work but on the other hand it's really kind of important uh, this is what you're going to be drinking it really really is something you should look at interestingly enough if you come down to the bottom of the page if you've looked at all the different filters there at the very bottom very bottom and I'm scrolling as I say this is that little thing looks like a magic marker and you are going to be snarfing through it to get the water life straw personal water filter it gets 99.9 .9 waterborne bacteria including E. coli it's one of the most convenient things you can find you get up to 1300 gallons of water out of it but it does not do any chemicals it's biological contaminants only. Now, really, for like, what is it, like $15, I think, $20? Site's not coming up. Stall, stall. It's uh, $15. In an emergency situation, that's going to help you avoid a lot of intestinal stuff if you've got a halfway decent water supply. If there's been something like a major flood where things are mixed and mashed, you've got sewage, you've got agricultural, uh, you're going to be filtering, you're going to be boiling, and my message to you, my takeaway for this section, there are new technologies available, there are new methods and conditions to be aware of when you're dealing with this, and you will be spending more time. I'm going to include a link to how to remove pesticides from water. A good way to not deal with this is not get as much of this stuff in the water. That's another lecture for another time. Okay, that's about all the time I have for today. I do want to tell you we do still have room in the September 10th Concealed Carry class. I'd like to invite you to come on out. You can also add your Arizona uh, certification at the end of the concealed carry. Now this is indoors. It is in an air-conditioned facility and we are COVID responsible of course. So it's inside, air-conditioned, and at the end of the concealed carry class which has both classroom and live fire experience and I think uh, that is critical. Uh, you can do your fingerprint card and get your information on how to get your Arizona permit and those two permits when used in connection give you reciprocity in 32 other states 33 if you count Arizona so please uh, go to the website check it out we hope to see you there and finally I do want to let you know that next week we're going to be talking about solar power I mentioned the little handheld power bank there are so many new ways to look at that now so many new and improved products I'm going into solar energy heavy next week 
and there are methods that you can actually get equivalent to house current off a solar panel. And the final thing, I just saw this popped up on my scroll of doom on the phone. Wyoming has a giant wind farm in the uh, lower western corner. All they have out there is wind. Somebody put up a big windmill farm and they're planning on selling that energy to power Los Angeles because of the drying up of the Colorado River. Wow, it's getting strange. Okay, boys and girls, that's all the time I've got. Remember, spread the word on Proposition 114. Remember, consider the classes. And remember, you are your own first responder until help arrives. I hope you never have to use it, but if it does, I want you to be ready. That's it for this week. See you next Monday with another podcast. I'm Bill Bateman for Refuse to Be a Victim personal protection training, and that's all for today. See you at the range.